Hello, this is Mark from the Wayback Meditation. And if you've already been on our website, then you'll notice that we speak a lot about the importance from a spiritual perspective of having more God in your life. Now, this is nothing to do with religion. This is to do with your spiritual journey and your soul growth. And if you'd like to know more on that, then we highly recommend you look at the various articles and other podcasts and videos on our website. But for those of you that have already started to explore this and would like to know more, then this podcast is all about how do you have more God in your life. So understanding that the goal of life is to learn about love and to become closer to God, then naturally the question is, how can I get closer to God? But becoming closer to God is not simply an intellectual process and your mind is not the vehicle via which you will automatically take that journey. However, your mind can certainly help just as much as it can hinder and so there is great value in aligning your understanding and thoughts with your life's purpose. As with all guidance that has come before, this is given to you to help you, but you are encouraged to seek the truth for yourself. No one else can bring you closer to God. The responsibility is yours alone, as too are the rewards. Perhaps the simplest approach to understanding any journey is by reflecting on the destination. When the destination is God, however, then even that is intangible. And so instead, you can consider the qualities of God. God is love. God is neutral. God is totally accepting. God is everywhere. God is eternal. With these different qualities in mind, you can now reflect on how each one relates to you personally and also to your life. But you can also reflect on what they teach you about how you can become closer to God. What is now shared is by no means complete nor definitive but is given to inspire even further reflection. God is love. Acknowledging God's love and being more loving towards others. God sends love to all of humanity, and although God is neutral, this sending of love is a deliberate and intentional action. The sending of love is therefore yang by nature, since God's love is actively coming to you from God. This means you do not need to draw it in, pull it down, nor reach for it. It is already with you. And so since it is actively sent, all you have to do is be open to receiving it. This reveals that having God's love in your life is not done through action. It is done through allowing it, receiving it, and accepting it. It is the opposite of action. Think of a person sunbathing. They cannot get more sun by jumping up towards it or running around chasing it. They receive the sun's warm rays by laying themselves out before it, removing the layers that cover themselves and allowing the sunlight to reach all of them. This is merely a metaphor, but in wanting God's love, be like the sunbather. Simply relax and allow. God is neutral. In neutrality, all opposites are reconciled. In God, everyone is already included and nothing is excluded. Therefore, all opposites are already part of God's creation, which means that women, men, old, young, poor, rich, are all part of God's creation. So you do not need to do anything or be anything in order to have God in your life. God is already there and you are already ready for God. This applies generally but also in every moment. Right now is already a moment when God can be in your life. You do not need to stop doing something nor start doing something for God to turn up. God is totally accepting. 
You do not need to be different or better in order to start having God in your life. God already knows what is in your heart, all your mistakes and all your goodness. God already loves you and is already there to guide you. God is not waiting for you to be ready or for when you are someone different in the future. God accepts who you are right now. If you want to have more God in your life, then it begins with where you are now. God is everywhere. There is no place where there is more God or less God. You do not need to go somewhere to have God in your life. Wherever you are hearing this right now, God is present. Where you go next, God is also present. God is eternal. There was never a time when God was not. God's presence and love do not wax nor wane. They are constant. Therefore, every moment in every day or night is a moment where you can have God in your life. This means that any time you think of God is a time to be closer to God. Perhaps you have heard of the six virtues. They are part of the teachings of the way back. And when that book called The Way Back, The Six Virtues was first written, there was no direct mention of God. I was still learning, but though there was no mention of God in that book, I was already personally aware of God. If that book was rewritten now, in 2021, I would make it very clear that the six virtues apply to one, yourself, two, others, and three, God. And it is with this third and most important stance that these virtues can help you become closer to God. You are now invited to explore each of these six virtues and their relationship to God. Humility. Being humble means that there is space within you for God and not just yourself. On a more profound level, being humble means you realise and accept that you are incomplete. Gratitude. This simply means that you acknowledge that everything good comes from God. Respect. This means that how you live your life is a demonstration that you value everything that God has given and which God has created. Non-judgment. When you realise that God is all-knowing and you stop judging others because only God knows them completely. Similarly, when you stop judging yourself because only God knows you completely, God knows your spirit, your soul and your consciousness far better than you could ever. And these parts of you cannot be fake or deceitful. They are who you really are. You, on the other hand, only know and experience your thoughts and feelings. And so you are on the outside of yourself, looking mainly through your mind, whereas God is already within you, ready for you to discover. Compassion. Have compassion for yourself when you realise how much God loves you and wants to help you, and that it is you that is getting in the way. Therefore, learn to ask God for forgiveness and also forgive yourself when you feel you have made a mistake. Unconditional love. God already loves you and everyone else. Therefore, learn to love yourself and others unconditionally. Treating others as God already treats you will manifest in your life as being accepting of others and of yourself. In this way, you are not creating blocks between your personality and God. Perhaps you have noticed that the discussion so far has been yin, meaning that the goal is to let go, accept, be receptive and so forth. And so there is no real doing, but much more being. But you may wonder if there is some way of being more yang and productive about being closer to God. 
The following are examples of ways you might be more proactive in strengthening your connection to God. Consciously choosing God. When you make a conscious decision to have God in your life, then this can be powerful as energy follows thought. The important thing is that you demonstrate to yourself that you are sincere and make a conscious choice. Praying to God. This has nothing to do with religion and the most important prayers are the ones that are sincere and come from yourself. To pray to God is to ask humbly for God to help, acknowledging that God is greater and can help. Speaking to God. Obviously, this is done from a place of humility and respect. You can talk to God as one might talk to a parent. God hears you. Speaking truth about God. Everyone good came from God. When you talk to others about your own experiences of God, then you are bringing your relationship with God into your life more fully. This is not to be confused with preaching or trying to force your belief upon others. Rather, it is giving a voice to your experience and realisations so that you and others can benefit from it. Being open about it with others also opens yourself up to God. Blessing others. Everyone good came from God. So when you bless others, you are acknowledging God. To bless others reminds you that you are part of God's creation and is a form of gratitude. Saying thank you. Every time you experience something good, say thank you to God. All that is good comes from God, and each time you acknowledge God in this simple way, you remind yourself of God too. It is wise to be aware that all of these yang actions are completely empty if you have not already embraced the yin way. There are many devout people in the world who go through the yang actions described here but who do not have God in their hearts. Such is human nature that people can mistake doing things connected with God, like praying or talking about God, with being connected to God. Many are the former but very rare are the latter. So you are encouraged to focus on the yin, accepting, passive side until you know you have a deep connection with God. Once you have that true connection, then the yang side will be profound and true rather than falling into superficial practice and belief. But what about stillness, you may ask? You may have noticed that most of what is discussed is about your personality, which means that behind it is your soul. But what about your spirit? First, perhaps it's wise to reflect on what your spirit is. It is neutral. It is the seat of love within you. It is the part of you that has the potential to go to God on the spiritual journey. It holds God's light within you. So your spirit is akin to God's beacon within you, there to guide you and also there to allow you to become more loving and closer to God in nature, as well as through enlightenment. So what does it mean to be spiritual? Because although every human has the God-given gift of a spirit, very few are truly spiritual, and mostly the word spiritual is misunderstood or misused. To be spiritual is to have the sole quality of spirituality, which is your desire to let go of your sense of self to discover the great stillness that pervades everything. This stillness is God. Therefore, the more spirituality you have, the greater is your inner knowing that there is God. Stillness is the key, and any action you do will disturb that stillness. This is the paradox of your mind, because the nature of your mind is action. 
but there is nothing you can do or think to become stiller. You must simply be stiller. Inner stillness is not something that results from doing. It comes from being. All the doing, such as trying to be stiller, striving for stillness, focusing on stillness, expecting stillness, looking for stillness, seeking stillness, thinking about stillness, analysing stillness, remembering stillness, and so forth, will take you further from stillness. Stillness is what is left when you stop trying. Let me introduce a simple exercise. Hopefully you're sitting comfortably. Close your eyes. Just take a simple deep breath. And relax. God is love. God is love. Just allow those words to be with you in the stillness and just be. God is love. That's it. That is all. There is no need to overcomplicate things. You are not looking for any experience or signs, as to do so would be to become busy doing. Just be. You would not say anything like, I am here or dear God, because to do so would be to introduce a sense of self. Keep it simple. There is something very important to appreciate, which is that this is not the act of meditation. This is sitting in the stillness of God, which can simply be known as sitting with God. So anytime you want, you can just relax, close your eyes, and just be. And then just say, God is love. You see, when you are actually meditating, your spirit and soul move up to higher dimensions, leaving you and the other parts of you behind. These parts that are left, such as your mind, mental body and aura, become quiescent, which means that you are not really present during meditation. Your soul and spirit are the parts of you which are closer to God. Your spirit has God's light within it, and your soul's journey and focus is to become more aligned with God, and your soul holds within it your desire for God. So when you sit in stillness and are not meditating but rather sitting with God, then these more God-aligned parts of you remain within you, alongside your other parts. And with all of your parts together, you are more complete and you can therefore be more fully present with God. But then this raises the question, so what about the spiritual journey in meditation? The spiritual journey only begins with the revelation of God's light and is only possible having been initiated. Once initiated, 
you have the potential to be guided by God's light to transcend all of creation and to reach God. Therefore, the spiritual journey is the greatest of gifts, and upon enlightenment, your spirit is radiant with God's light so that you can inspire others to seek God. You may then wonder why there are so many forms of meditation. The simple reason is that each part of you, such as your mind, mental body, chakras, aura, emotional body and consciousness, can become better known within stillness. So there are many meditation techniques for directing your attention to these different parts. These other forms of meditation are simply exploring the non-spiritual vehicles you already have. It is only your spirit, whose nature is unity, which can transcend duality and reach God. And it is only through the guidance of God's light that this is possible. So it becomes clear that there are many forms of non-spiritual meditation, but only one form of spiritual meditation, which is meditation upon God's light. Many people who pursue non-spiritual meditation may not even be aware that there is a far greater journey. And some are simply looking for an interesting experience, self-awareness, power, healing, or to escape their busy minds. In the absence of a desire for God in their lives, their exploration of inner awareness will never lead to a spiritual progress and simply results in the movement of awareness between different non-spiritual environments. Over time, such practice can lead eventually to stagnation if they fall into habit. It is only when God is present within you that there is the potential for spiritual growth and the spiritual journey. Since God is the destination of that journey, and the creator of the spiritual light, as well as your spirit too. So when are you ready? It may surprise you to learn that your readiness for the spiritual journey has nothing to do with your meditation ability, experience, or how strongly you desire meditation. Readiness for the spiritual journey of meditation upon God's light is determined by how much you have a deep inner knowledge that something far greater than yourself exists. This means knowing that God exists, and this knowledge has nothing to do with your mind, but rather it is your soul knowledge, which may have been accrued over many lifetimes. In practical terms, what this means is that you are only truly ready for the spiritual meditation once you have already developed your soul's level of spirituality. This can be strengthened through conscious awareness of inner stillness, and once you have a profound inner knowledge that there is something far greater, ergo God. I have been asked, can atheists meditate? Atheists are those who have declared to themselves or others that God does not exist. As soon as they do this, their causal chakra closes as does their heart chakra. They have closed them and they have cut themselves off from God. Even if the energy of initiation was given, they would not be initiated and would not have a higher consciousness created for them. Potentially they could still explore some of the non-spiritual forms of meditation. But as discussed, none of these would lead to spiritual growth. And it is with all of these different understandings in mind that I would not initiate a person who is not truly ready. Because it is far more valuable for a person to know God in their life and to develop spirituality in their soul than for a person to have initiation but not know God. When your soul is truly ready, which has nothing to do with your mind or body, then you would naturally be guided by your spirit and soul to explore meditation and would find yourself dissatisfied by the many mundane forms of meditation since they do not provide spiritual progress towards God. It should be clear now that the spiritual journey is not something that should be sought or desired, 
Rather, it is the natural consequence of having embraced God more fully in your life. Such a human transcends curiosity, desire or seeking status and is guided by something far more profound. They are guided by love and the source of love is God. If you'd like to know more about any of the things discussed in this podcast, then visit thewaybackmeditation.org and there you'll find many free resources including ebooks, articles, mp3 downloads, guided meditations, meditation tutorials and other ways of learning about and becoming closer to God in your life. God bless you.